I'm really glad that you guys are jumping on for a few minutes because we are gonna talk about, um, uh, I know it's been a long time and I know, and you know, part of it was, um, I worked really, for those that are jumping on and you don't know who I am, I'm Havilah Pennington. Uh, you may have seen me, uh, you may have done one of my Bible studies online at Truth to Table. You may have seen me at uh, Jesus Culture or on Bethel TV, or you may have just seen me on Facebook or somewhere like that. Um, and one of my stuff has gotten shared, but I am a Bible-believing, God-loving Bible teacher, um, and I'm a, a woman, uh, a woman preacher. I don't know if I've ever really named myself that before, but I'm a woman preacher or whatever. And um, I want to talk a little bit about what's been going on and, and give you some thoughts. Now, listen, I promise not to waste your time. I'm going to give you what I told you I would give you, which is my content. And then for those of you that want to jump on later and we can do a little Q&A, I would be honored to have that. Um, I really want to talk about uh, how I make decisions. And for those of you that uh, run any kind of business, uh, and I mean uh, business like you have four kids business, or you have two jobs, or you have uh, things that are coming at you, I want to talk about some areas that have helped me make decisions. I want, I, I want you to understand that I am not a natural decision maker. And what I mean by that is um, I, I like to sit on things. I, I don't like to make decisions so quick that I end up regretting decisions. Is anybody else like that? I, I want to make sure that uh, when I make a decision, it feels good, it feels right. Uh, but sometimes I can end up delaying decisions because I, um, I just wait too long. Um, and so an undecided thing does not mean that it's more powerful than a decided thing. Now, there are two types of people in this world, and I'm married to one of them. Um, and that is that there's some people that like the decision to be made, and there are others of you that don't like the decision to be made. You like to sit with it. Uh, that's really common, and we find that often. There are people that they just, once it's made, it's quick, fast, bam, let's make it a decision and let's move on. And then there are others that do not like to make the decision. They like the decision to make its make the decision for itself. You know who you are. You'll wait and wait and wait and wait until it finally decides for you. Uh, but I want to give you some of my greatest tools. So will you do me a favor before we totally get started? I want you, if you think you have friends that would enjoy a scope like this, will you share it? All you got to do is, I think you swipe up and you'll see Twitter, Facebook, or, or I don't even think there's one other one on there. But if you think your friends would like, if you're, they're trying to make decisions, I promise to keep this really quick. Uh, but it swipes to the left, shared. I don't know why, am I delaying at all? I hope I'm not delaying. I see there's a few of you on here, but I really hope that my phone is not delaying on you. Okay, good. Um, good, thank you for sharing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I, uh, I, for those of you that are tuning in and you're just coming on, I'm, I'm honored to meet you and you may be on here because uh, someone's invited you. Okay, so here's what I wanna get to the point. We're talking about making decisions. We're talking about how to make decisions. I'm not a natural uh, decisive person, but I am one uh, that makes good decisions. I've learned to make good decisions and I've learned by doing a few things. And I would say my number one key to learning to make decisions I wanna share with you today. Uh, I, I'm a mom of four kids. I run two ministries. I, have, I do a lot with my life. And oftentimes the decisions that I make are high stake decisions. And what I mean by that is, uh, it's going to cost us money. It's going to affect other people's lives. 
it's going to decide our future. Um, and so when we make decisions, Ben and I together, my husband and I, oftentimes we have to make them quickly or they need to be made with a strategic futuristic plan in mind. Uh, so I don't like that. Partly I don't like making decisions is I don't like the pressure of knowing that if it doesn't work out, it was me. Uh, but secondly, I, I don't like to make decisions because I don't always know what's the right decision. And, and, and if I don't know, then sometimes I feel like if I sit with it, it'll decide later. So I want to tell you a few things. And the first thing is, specifically being a, a Christ follower, a woman, a leader, uh, I think that's really, really helped me. And that is, um, if there is doubt, don't. That has been one of my saving graces in my life. If I go to make a decision and it doesn't line up, something doesn't feel right, it feels forced, uh, that's very, very important. If it feels forced, you feel uh, that it's just, you know, I go to make a decision and it's like, should we change the kids' schools? Should I sign up for this? Should I do exactly follow your peace? Don't break up with your peace. Your peace is your greatest gift. And oftentimes, if there's a struggle, it's been one of my greatest things to learn that if it God is in it or if it's meant to be, then it will come back around. Relax. It will come. There is no rush. There is, the, the time is not the biggest factor here. Be making good decisions is the biggest factor. So you just have to pull back and wait. Wait, don't be impulsive. The wise person is not impulsive. A, a leader is not one who just makes decisions because it needs to be made. Uh, you are not just trying to administrate your life. You're trying to lead your life. And oftentimes it takes a little bit of space. Uh, I have found that when there is doubt either, or I would say not doubt, but when there's a hesit hesitancy, usually the decision will make itself. So usually if I don't feel like something is quite, the timing is off, if I wait, I'll find out that it either isn't going to happen or that it's going to come back around and I can revisit it and do it again. So that's really key. Um, I think secondly, uh, when I feel pressure to make a decision, I have to ask myself, do I feel pressure to make a decision because somebody wants me to make a decision or do I feel an urgency to make a decision because it needs to be made? These are very, very key. Exactly. Why do I feel like I need to make a decision right now? Where we're going this summer? What's, you know, this decision on this event or this person wants to know if we've got this happening or this needs to be done. What is, what is the pressure? And if the pressure is that I don't want to disappoint someone or that I need that they're waiting on me or whatever it is, then oftentimes I will make a decision, but I won't feel at peace. But if I make a decision because I know it needs to be made and I'm being a leader and I need to decide, then that's different. Now, some of you, I love you, but you are sitting in a place of question. You know who you are. You're like, do I move here? Do I marry this person? Do I spend this huge amount of money? Do I go you know, on this missions trip? you're in that place. It's like the threshold. You ever been in the threshold where you're like, ah, I need to, I need to make a decision, but I don't know what kind of decision to make. I remember early on in my life, in my early twenties, sitting in that place. And I would ask everybody, well, should I do this? Should I do this? And, and I'd ask everybody. And I would say, number one, when you're trying to make a good decision, don't ask everyone. 
stop asking everyone what they think because you will get as many people that say yes as many people that say no. So you're not asking everyone. You're asking specific people in your life. And I would say either those that have already taken a risk like you're about to take. So don't ask somebody who's never bought a house if you should buy the house. Don't ask somebody who's never run a ministry how to run a ministry. Uh, ask somebody who has a history of having already done it because they're going to know the risk that you're taking. But secondly, you're also looking for a person that is anointed in decisions and in, in being decisive. So who are people in your life that have gone before you? And, you know, they may not have a million dollars, but they, they are really good with money. And so when you talk to them, you know that they have a history of making good decisions. Weigh it out. And then I would ask for this. I would ask for, and when I make big decisions, I ask for two confirmations from God. I always say, okay, God, give me a confirmation. And then I wait and I say, if you can give me one confirmation, you can give me two confirmations. And usually I will wait for that, that second confirmation. And when that second confirmation comes in, I'm clear, okay, God, this is a way we're to go. And then last, sec, thirdly, or whatever point we're on, I would say, once you make that decision, don't panic. <laughs> and that's part of it. I'll, I'll give you a, a story. I'll give you kind of how this works in my life. So this season, we're working on speaking and traveling. And, uh, you know, one thing that's been hard for us in traveling, and we have four kids, is, you know, when do we travel? When do we not travel? Do we say yes to this event or do we not? Is, is it going to, can we financially decide, go here or can we not? And, you know, one decision that we've had that kind of weighs on us oftentimes is when we go overseas because it's not just going overseas. It sounds fun. And in my 20s, I love to travel. But now I have four kids. I have schooling and education and, you know, you're navigating. And so uh, one of the decisions we're trying to make is do we take the kids overseas this year? Um, we did it last fall. You guys that follow our lives, you know this. Uh, do we take the kids overseas? And and that's a big deal. Not just financially is it a big deal, but it's hard on the whole family. It's packing up. It's taking them with us. It's, you know, navigating, do we, do we take a risk? And it's been hard for me, just to be honest, because in my sanguine, happy-go-lucky, this will all work out, let's go, game on, buy the tickets, come on. Is anybody else like that? Like, well, you know what? We'll say yes and say sorry tomorrow. Is any, anybody else like that? But then there's another part of me that knows that I could blow up my whole family. And what I mean by that is I could take thousands of dollars of risk. I could take my kids with us. We could go somewhere and really risk and really hurt our family. That's the truth. There is a lot at stake. I have four children. I have their lives um, and, and it is about asking God, but there is also wisdom. The Bible says there is wisdom in a multitude of counsel. So that doesn't mean that I'm like, I asked God and God said, you're my husband. Well, you know, the truth is like, what else is, what is your counsel telling you? Because there's a lot of wisdom with other people. So I've had to kind of weigh like, okay, God, how much travel do we have? And I have to go back to my core values. What do we want to do with our lives? What are we building? Am I trying to build like hey, next thing, let's keep going. Or am I trying to build a consistency in their lives? You know, do I want them to love God? Do I want them to want to go? Do I want them to experience God in a way that is 
how would they watch me make decisions? Do they feel like mom and dad are impulsive and we just do whatever? Or do they, we really weigh it out? Do we say no to the, to the things we want to do because we want to say yes to things we need to do? These are all part of it. So really looking at that and, you know, one of the decisions that I've made is it's okay to move forward without a final yes. And I want to explain that to you because some of you are, are it's like yes or no, in or out done or not done. And that's kind of how you live. But I would suggest that you take a step towards something and then you kind of let it sit. And I have some fleeces. So part of mine is, okay, I'm moving forward with us going with taking our kids on a trip, but these two things need to happen. And I'm not going to hold on to it to where it's a, God, you said so, so this is what's going to happen. Or is it God, I trust you that if this is your plan, then you will make a way where there isn't a way and you're going to provide for us and things are going to work in a way that I can relax in your plan, whether it's yes or no, you're in control. And I think what I've seen with a lot of us, and you know who you are because I have been one of these, um, you, you want God to do it, so you try to make it happen. Is anybody else out there like that? You want it to happen, so you're like, I'm going to make this happen, and I'm going to put on the credit card, and I'm going to buy it no matter what, and I'm going to date it no matter what, and I'm going to move there no matter what, and God will just have to make a way because I love him. You know what? That's really not the way that God, that real wise people make decisions. Like if your mama never told you, that's not how wise people make decisions. Wise people wait, they make a small decision, they wait for it to happen, they ask God, they look for confirmation, they have counsel, they, they, they're they slower to move because they're waiting for that present leading versus that yes. And what I've seen people do is they get in trouble when they try to make a decision and then when it's not happening, they force it. And so I guess my suggestion to you, wherever you are, is to wait. Give that space for, for, the, for God to show up. Give that moment, wait for it, and then make little decisions to see if God's confirming it and then be willing to pull the plug when things are not happening and don't take it as a sign of failure. Take it as a sign of learning that you are actually being led by God so there is nothing wrong than saying, I tried this and it doesn't feel right, we're gonna wait. That is a wise person. That is a leader. That's someone who's in control of their lives. Not, I feel bad. I should make this decision because somebody's waiting on me and I already said God was in it. Give God a way out. Say things like, I think God is leading me to do this. I believe God wants me to do this. Give God a way out. If you say God said it, well then the moment it doesn't happen, who has the bad reputation? God. So let God give yourself some grace to be human in the midst of your life and say, we're trying this. We don't know. Everything's a learning experience. We're on a journey with God. It's not just yes or no or now or not now. It's, it's all a process. So enjoy the process. I hope that that works out for you. And uh, I hope that that helps you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I hope that it helps you. Uh, one last thing. Don't forget to go to truthtotable.com, truthtotable.com, and any anywhere else you want to find us, we're on we are on Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, and Twitter. Uh, you can also go to havlicunnington.com to find out where I'm speaking next. But I love you guys. Keep going. It's worth it. It's worth it. Worth it. Worth it. I love you guys, and I'll catch you next time.